This is A Better Way Financial, the podcast with financial advisors and father-son team, Frank and Frankie Guida. And I'm Heather Branch, here with Frank and Frankie to talk about ways you can work now in effort to better prepare for your financial future. A betterwayfinancial.com is where you can go to begin the conversation about your own retirement savings plan. You can also click on the links that we have posted in the show notes or again that website, a betterwayfinancial.com. Fellas, we are into what I I, I think it's one of your most favorite time of year. The most wonderful <laughs> time of year starts to ring through the Guida household when football season arrives officially. Yeah, I'll tell you what, it's bittersweet. You hate to see the summer starting to go away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what? When that football starts and and I'll tell you what, it's not even the NFL. I mean the NFL is great and all that, but you know, you look at our local high schools here and our our kids that have gone to college from the Lehigh Valley, mm-hmm. it's just it's just so much fun. I mean this year we've got some powerhouses. Parkland's a powerhouse again mm-hmm. and uh and Nazareth and Central Catholics back on the grid and you know, and all these young men that have uh, gone on and, and played football in college and mm-hmm. my little guy Joey's uh doing tremendous uh, he was, uh, I guess his team played a, a rival that uh, started back, oh my God, so many years. It's over 100 years, the, the rival uh, Westminster and, and Grove City College. Really? And that was just uh, amazing. That's cool. In fact, their first game, there was only 45 states in the country when they played their first game. <laughs> wow. That goes <laughs> the, way back. Yeah. <laughs> but it was cool because Grove City, Joey's team won. Uh, Joey scored the first touchdown. They won 17-7. So... Good times here in, with the Guida family. We are kicking <laughs> off football season with a bang this year, everybody. It is definitely something that's obviously not just a favorite pastime for folks in Lehigh Valley. Football across America is one of our favorite times of year. I think we can say we are addicted to our pro and college football and high school football teams. Yes, especially here in the Lehigh Valley. Oh, it's so much fun. It's such a fun time of year. And looking forward to the end of the year and the, the work that you guys do and you're off is there at A Better Way Financial. Of course, something that everybody kind of thinks about. Well, I don't know how much everybody thinks about it, but it happens a lot. The volatility in the market we start to see happen around this time of year. That tends to be a trend in, in Q4. Is that not also correct? Yeah, usually September is not very good for the, the market. Mm. It's, it's we're all back, because we're all poorly. back on football and we lose sight of our finances. Yeah. <laughs> we stop watching the finances and we start watching the football. And you start seeing some of the doom and gloom again in the yeah. articles and all that stuff. Who's that guy on uh, uh, that show, that uh, the, the Shark Tank guy? He's sitting here going, oh, no, everything's going to fall right now. (laughs) Probably probably Mr. Wonderful. All right. uh (laughs) Well, guys, let's talk about this article in the Wall Street Journal, thinking about Americans and our addictions, particularly our mental addictions, because the Wall Street Journal is pointing out that boomers are hooked on stocks and they just can't seem to let go, even though baby boomers have seen their share of significant pullbacks. They still stick with the market. So the question for you guys, thinking about the folks that you work with in your office, for people who are approaching retirement, do you see a reason to help wean them off the stock market or is it still a big part of retirement portfolios? How do you help guide people through this space? Well, you know, Heather, you're right on both accounts. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, the answer is yes to both. Got it. Okay. Sure. <laughs> you know what? The stock market, since its inception, has averaged double-digit returns. Out of all the pure investments, it's the one that's performed the best. 
that's the reason why it's difficult to wean the baby boomers off it because baby boomers are smart people, right. you know, and they say, hey, all these double-digit average returns over the years, you know, we obviously want that. But they've also, you know, baby boomers have been around long enough to get spanked by, uh, you know, years like uh, 2000, 2001, 2002, uh, three years in a row when the market went down and went down over 50 percent. Mm-hmm. And uh, also 2008 when the market went down 50 percent. But, you know, they, the boomers, for the most part, you know, during those times, they had the time to ride it out and the market came back. So, you know, there's a lot of faith in the market. The markets uh, over the long run, as I said, seem to average double digit returns. The problem is you're also right in that it is time to wean back a little bit when you are going into your retirement years. Mm. And, and here's the reason. You talk about if you want to live off your savings and if they're in the market, and the market is going up, that's all fine and dandy. But, you know, what are they saying? Oh, you should live on 4% of uh, your savings, and that's what you can take out. Well, what happens when the market comes crashing down and goes down 50%? You know, if you've got a million-dollar portfolio and the market goes down 50%, now you're at 500000 Now, all of a sudden, your, your income is cut in half. And there's an even bigger problem. When the market is down and you take money out, you know, to live on, that money you take out is not coming back. So your retirement years, it's not a good idea to have all of your money in the market. I mean, unless you have just so many, you know, book of bucks, you know, it doesn't matter. But for most folks, you know, who've saved a, a comfortable savings for retirement, it's not a good idea to have all of your money in the market. What's a better idea is to have part of your money in something safe that won't go down when the markets go down. And the reason for that is when the markets go down, you know, if you have part of your money in safe money, you can draw your income from the money that did not go down and leave the market money time to recoup and come back up again. And then when it's up again, that's when you draw your money from that side of your portfolio. So that really makes so much sense. Uh, you know, it's amazing how many people miss that, you know, and how many people don't know that. And they don't change their portfolio much for retirement. And it really is a wise thing to do. You have to take a look at that. And you also have to take a look at a person's risk tolerance. What is a person comfortable with having their money go down? Because the markets are going to go down. But if the market went down 50%, is a person comfortable going down 50% in retirement? I don't think so. Uh Uh So we can set up a portfolio to allow for a person's risk tolerance to really shine through and keep them within their comfort zones. That's, you know, what we're looking to do. A lot of folks don't realize that they need to change their portfolio. We had a couple come in from McCungie that had a portfolio that looked like they were in their mid-30s, mm. mid-40s, mm-hmm. you know, and, uh, and, and we showed them what to do with that, didn't we? Yes. In this situation, and a lot of the times, why we want to wean people off of stocks is because, well, a lot of people had good experiences with stocks over the past 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had double-digit returns on in one of the longest bull markets, you know, over the past, like, from 2009 to 2020. It was one of the longest bull markets that we've seen in our lifetimes. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have really good experiences. The baby boomers have really good experiences with the stocks, so they want to stay in them. So that's kind of what you have to face is, well, it might not continue to go that route. And we saw last year the stock market didn't go that way. You know, so it's something that you always want to make sure that when the markets go a way that you don't want them to go, that you're protected, that you have 
protections in your portfolio so that you don't lose more than you feel comfortable with. And this couple came in in the late, and they were in their late 50s, early 60s, and they were looking to retire soon. Mm -hmm. You know, so they were on the precipice of having to start changing their investment philosophy, changing it from having it all in stocks to having some protections in place because they didn't want to lose 50% if the markets sure. went down. Sure. And the way that their portfolio was set up, they had about $2.2 in their retirement portfolio, and they were in a really risky situation, though. They had a portfolio full of stocks, and if they stayed in those stocks, they could lose 36% of their money or nearly $800,000. Mm. And they this, weren't too comfortable no. with that. <laughs> and this did not vibe at all with what we said, well, what are you comfortable with? Right, are you comfortable right. with the 36% loss? Absolutely not. <laughs> are you right. comfortable with the 20% loss? I could tolerate it, is what they said. Got it. Okay. You know, they, no one's comfortable with losing money. But no. It's what can you tolerate? And that's why they call it a risk tolerance. Okay. You know, so this is what we had to do. We had to wean them off some of these stocks. And, you know, we didn't want them to be able to lose more than they felt comfortable with. So we showed them how to lower their market risk in their portfolio. Mm -hmm. And we needed to diversify with some non-market risk investments. You know, some of the investments that have no market risk. That's what we wanted to use to try to lower the market risk in the portfolio so that if the market crashes, they're going to be in a much better position than if they were to stay in the current position that they were in. So that's what we did. Instead of being at a position that they could lose 36%, we cut that risk in half. So in a worst case scenario, they could lose 18% okay. in a 2008 type situation. Yeah. So that's what we looked at for their risk part of their portfolio. But we looked beyond that as well into their tax position because we're not only just investment planners, but we're also financial and tax planners looking to see how to save in taxes, how to minimize your tax burden throughout the rest of your retirement. And when we did that, we looked into doing Roth conversions for them or tax planning over the next three years mm -hmm. to try to minimize their taxes over the rest of their lifetime. When we did this, we showed them how over the rest of their lifetime, they can save $1.8 million in taxes. That's almost double of what they had saved. Didn't you say they saved about $2 million? Yeah, they saved about $2.2 million. They're saving $1.8 million in taxes alone. Just wow. by having the tax planning in place, they're saving a significant amount in taxes. You're also putting their children in a better position as well. Now, instead of having IRA and 401k type accounts, they're going to be having Roth IRA accounts. Mm. So now the children are also going to be able to save an additional $1.1 million. So for wow. their family, that's nearly $3 million in taxes that they're saving on $2.2 million of investable assets today. Wow. That's $3 million more in their family's pocket instead of having it in Uncle Sam's pocket. Because Uncle Sam has a plan for your retirement, and it's to be paid a lot of money. <laughs> mm -hmm. You have required minimum distributions that you're going to have to start taking, that you're going to have to start paying taxes on. Let's do some planning to try to minimize those taxes over the rest of your lifetime. So if you're looking to have this type of financial planning done for you, where we can look into your tax situation, show you ways to save money in taxes, look into your income situation, show you how much income that you could live on for the rest of your life, you need to go to abetterwayfinancial.com and click on the sign up now button so we can begin to have this conversation with you and show you these strategies.
Thanks for listening to A Better Way Financial, the podcast with Frank and Frankie Guida. To learn more, visit abetterwayfinancial.com and join the Guidas for the radio show, A Better Way Financial, Saturdays at noon and Sundays at 1230 on News Radio 790 WAEB. By contacting us, we'll review aspects of your retirement portfolio to include suggestions about how best to utilize estate, tax, and retirement planning strategies and other financial services or if changing management styles is appropriate for your specific needs and objectives. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendations to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. A Better Way Financial is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. Annuity guarantees rely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Any client experiences discussed during this show are unique to that client and they are not meant to imply or suggest you will experience the same results. Advisory services offered through A Better Way Financial. Insurance offered through licensed professionals at A Better Way Financial. Pennsylvania Insurance License Number 301779.